You're listening to another Island Block original program. Mere alcohol. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails, Movies, and Stuff. A show that's all about what's fun to drink, what's fun to watch, and what's fun to do. Top for that, everybody. And I'm making it officially Aloha Friday. Uh, shout out to the kids out there in Hawaii for winning the Little League World Series. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Give it up to the, to the kids out there, tearing it up. Man, they, they kind of killed it. But anyway, I'm Freddie G, a.k.a. Fred Rock from the island of Guam. And you'll be getting all of the points of view from a writer here on the show. Uh, up next, Mr. Waddell. What's up? Yeah, that's what he does that every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, what's up? It's me, Avery Kid Waddell. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to give you the actors and the director's point of view on everything we talk about. And I'm Nan Savage. I look like I punch people, apparently, <laughs> according to our guest. <laughs> he said Avery wasn't here. Oh, he yeah. walked in. He goes, are you an athlete? You look like you punch people. <laughs> I was like, all right. No, well, technically. You said something else, but I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Paige said, it looked like you punch bitches. That's so. what he said. That's what he said. Oh, okay. That, oh, that's, that's Paige. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's, then I that's fell that's out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I said it was my favorite description anybody's ever given of <laughs> Well, I know you hear us talking about, oh, that's Paige, and you've heard the voice. Let me introduce you to the man real quick, because right now in studio, we got this brother. Look, you may know this brother from Weeds, you know what I'm saying? You may know this brother from Blue Mountain State, you know what I'm saying? You may know this brother from Rush Hour 2, the television series, you know what I'm saying? I can keep going, I can keep going. You may know this brother from uh, what is now one of the top movies in the world. It was number one in the world just a couple weeks ago. The Meg, you know what I'm saying? The Meg. I can keep going with where you may know this brother from. You may have heard this brother on some hip-hop joints. We're going to get into that. But I'm going to wait no longer. I'm just going to tell you the man's name, Mr. Paige Kennedy in the building. Yo, what up, though? What up, though? (laughs) Thank you for that introduction. (laughs) You know, Paige Kennedy, you may know him from Vine, from... Oh, yeah, uh, that's that's right. right. That's right. From (laughs) Black.com. Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) Is that the, that the dating site? You, 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 you. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> Ladies. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. So what's your profile picture like on that, on that, on that piece? You know, you know, just letting them know what it is. <laughs> okay. Letting them know what they're getting into. So. Oh, yeah. We're going to gonna have fun today. We're going to have fun today. <laughs> hey, just a wild boy. <laughs> So, uh, first thing, Paige, you know what trips me out about you, man? You, <laughs> you, you constantly do stuff that has me going, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I push the envelope. You, you the, <laughs> well, yes, you do. Yes, you do. But also, you, you, nobody, you always have something that nobody really expects coming from you, which is what trips me out. So, first, like when I first met you, we met, what, on Weeds? Was Weeds. it a set of Weeds? That was yeah. when we first met. And so I'm like, all right, this brother's here. He's playing U-Turn on Weeds, doing his thing, doing his thing. But... 
you know, you well, you were playing, you were playing the drug deal, you were killing that joint. And then after, like, like I said, you a wild boy. So I'm like, all right, this guy, this is a dude from around the way, just doing his thing. So then we talking, and you just casually drop, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I, I like to do a lot of Shakespeare. I'm, I'm, I'm Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Shakespearean trained, and I was like, well, hold, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't look like a nigga that do Shakespeare. <laughs> Not at all. Like nah. that's the last thing you think of nah. when you think of me. <laughs> Nah, caught me straight off guard. But then you you spit some Shakespeare, oh, and I'm yeah. like, yo, you you really got skills. Oh yeah, that's, with the Shakespeare. That's my thing, man. Yeah. Actually, Shakespeare is my my favorite playwright. Uh, it was my favorite thing to do in theater. You know, because I I went to school long enough to be a doctor to be an actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I went to community college first, then I went to West Michigan University, then I went to graduate school for classical theater. So. You know, and I, and I wanted to um, spe- specifically focus on Shakespeare because I just love it. You know, the fact that it's funny when I first started doing it in um, community college, the first play they gave us was Midsummer Night's Dream, uh, and I couldn't even get past the first paragraph. Like when I got that book and I read that first paragraph, I was like, I don't know what the hell I just read. I don't talk like this. What is this? So I didn't even I didn't even finish reading. So I went to class and my teacher, uh, mentor, Fred Sabalski, you know, he put it in perspective for me to let me see it differently. He told me he was like, listen, Paige, you are a rapper. Shakespeare was the first rapper. You should love him. And I never thought about it that way. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that everything was like in verse. Well, not everything, but a lot of it was. And then um, I started to pay attention to the stories. The stories are what gets me. The stories and the language. Because I'm a rapper, I love language. I love saying certain words. You know, certain words bring out uh, emotion in me. Um, so. You know, once I started to get into that and and to know that his stories are still relevant now, you know, that he was telling stories that like you could still relate to, yeah. you know, now I just fell in love with these things. And so, I, you know, I used to go to the library and and rent out a, a play <clears throat> and I would get the BBC version of the, the you know, the movie. And I would sit and to make it easier for me because it's still difficult to, you know, interpret, know, right, interpret yeah. right? So, but on my own time, this is not class, this is not, this is just because I was interested in it myself. I would just go sit there and I would read while the movie is playing because that way it helped me understand. It helped me understand how it's supposed to be read. It helped me understand because a lot of times when you're watching the actor, you can. It like stands to reason some other things that maybe you don't know that when you see them do it, it like makes sense. So I would I would do that and I love doing it. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm a person who watches movies all the time, TV all the time anyway, but specifically I would go do that in community college. And so that was great, man. That's a great way. That's how you nailed that uh, iambic pentameter, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So did you feel like, I mean, you were a rapper before, then once you started getting into the Shakespeare thing, and we'll talk more about your rapping later too, but did it help you um, as far as like with the lyrics and like crafting stories with like, you know, having studied Shakespeare the way you were studying it? 
I think um, what it did was it it helped me use language, and it also in uh, the music. So in Shakespeare, sometimes he has like uh, run-on things, right? So he can be describing something, and he could take like a long time to describe it in detail, in great detail, and you know that's something sometimes I would do in my music that I got specifically from there. Um, characters that maybe with sound in my music that I might create might have been something that maybe I would do like in Shakespeare. Um, so yeah, man, I, I equated it all together. Like I, you know, all of it is a part of it. You know, the, the acting and the rapping for me because my music, like I don't really just make dance music like club but i don't know you're making hip hop rap you're making yeah well straight lyricist lyricist yeah man and i remember this one time and you know i wish (laughs) i wish because i i had all of these albums like uh just coming up but they're all just done on tapes they weren't like really they weren't put out to the public they were just a collection of songs that I may have had at a period of time and I put them all together for like one project. Uh, real quick, man, a tape, what a tape is. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, is man like 22? Yeah. yeah. No, and so I am a millennial, but I'm not 22. I know what a tape Damn. is. I had to record tapes on the radio. <laughs> man, she's on the. She's that young? Barely only in like sixth grade. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. She's, she's on the tail end of the, of the millennials. Like or the beginnings of the millennials, yeah, right, right, right yeah. when they start, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But we do have to millennium. break her down sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's a couple things they have to explain. To uh, okay. Things. Not tapes. Shut up. <laughs> I do remember my boy who's uh, who's actually he was dating this girl. This was 20 years ago, and we were talking about LPs and records. And she goes, "Wait, you mean you can flip a record over and there's something on the other side?" And I was like, <laughs> "We were all like." What? Because she only knew CDs. She right, only right, knew right, CDs, right, right, and we right, were right. like, "Wow!" This was 20 years ago. This was a girl from 20 years ago. I remember that. That's not a millennial thing. That's just no. A dumb she was thing. just yeah. <laughs> I think so. No, but if you never seen a record before, yeah, I, yeah, I guess right? yeah. True. I mean, it's weird for us to that someone wouldn't know that, but I mean, when was she had seen the record being turned? <laughs> How old was she? Um, back then she was like 20. It's 20 years ago, so she's almost 40 now. But yeah. She should have known, but maybe she went like she just she was a rich white kid. So I don't know if you never seen it. If you never seen it before, I don't know how you would just how would you know that? <laughs> we seen it because we lived it, right? You right, know. Yeah, but if yeah. if if, if, if you know. she didn't know what a record was or how it worked, she just didn't know you could flip it over. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, look. Let's go into a break, and then when we get back, we can we can try this this mocktail because our man Paige here is not a drinker. Oh, wait, wait. No, yeah. oh, oh, no, you oh. met, I have because oh. that was another. <laughs> Messing up my intro. Oh, my bad, my bad. (laughs) Well, let's go into a break. Let's go into a break, and then when we come back, we can let you do your thing. How's that? That'll work. That'll work. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right, so, P, I asked you for some musical choices, and uh, and you gave me some. And (laughs) So the first thing I asked you, and this was a tough question, man. I actually was like, I don't even know why I asked this man that, but... So I asked you as a hip-hop artist, what is your favorite hip-hop song? Yo, and listen, <laughs> honestly, had, had, had you asked me this two weeks ago, I never would have been able to come up with an answer. But the fact that like two weeks ago, that question came up, 
uh, like uh, I, either it was presented on Twitter or I asked it on. I think I might have asked it on all of my circuits, all of my outlets, yeah. because I was curious. And to to watch and listen at people's selections like blew my mind. And, and then I started to think for myself because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I don't know what my favorite rap song is. It took me such a long time to figure this out. And so when you asked that, I was like, ha, got it. <laughs> okay, that's timing right there. Yeah, I got lucky because that, that's an impossible question. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because, like, what does it mean? Like, is it... Does it mean what song impacted you the most at a particular time? Right. Is it a song that you know all the words to? Is it a song that you never can get tired of listening to? Is it a song that is the most lyrical? Or, or is it a dance song? Or Like, wh what is the criteria to say what the favorite song is? So you're trying to say I was too general in the question. No, trying, no, to, I'm just saying no, it's an no, impossible <laughs> question nah, yeah. to ask. And so I, I just figured it out, and, and I think... I went to what song impacted me the most when I first oh, heard okay. it. And that's how I chose what my favorite was. Oh, oh that's what's up. Well, then, that's a perfect segue leading into this because the song is by Nas, Nasty Nas, and okay. it's Gave You Power. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right here on Cocktail Movie and stuff. You're on Island Block Radio. Welcome back to Cocktails, Movies and Stuff here on Island Block Radio. That was Paige Kennedy's choice for his favorite uh, hip-hop song because it had the most impact on you when you first heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nas, like, like the fact that he, the fact that he rapped in a perspective of a gun was just bananas to me because that hadn't been done before, you know, and, and, and he, he, Obviously, he personified it, but he he humanized the gun where you were sympathetic to it, yeah. you know, and and like just at the end, you felt I'm getting chills right now. <laughs> I can see feeling this brother is here in the studio tearing up. I'm like, <laughs> right, man. I felt <laughs> so bad for this gun. That was what that had to be. What what was that? 93? 93? Yeah, 93, 93. That was one because I remember him when he, I mean I remember I remember when Nas um, main source was live at the barbecue. That was like the first time you ever heard Nas. Yes, yeah. was that? And I mean you could tell there was just something so special about him coming out with you know when he first dropped. So yeah, I, but it was dang I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, 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 wow. man. That and and so that you know that that just opened up the gates of the possibility of. You know, like so there there are songs that are just so impactful like that. Like like Common with the um I used to love Still her. Up, yeah. yeah. And I actually did a, a ode to that song on my new album. Um yeah, that's called Miss Miss You where because there is a lot of people that never heard that song before, right? You know, it's it's two thousand eighteen. You know, maybe they never heard that song before, and so I was like, you know what? It's still relevant now. Let me take that idea and let me modernize it and do a new version of it. And so um, I did that on a song called Missy on my new album. You know what? And it's crazy too because the timing is just right for it too. Because when Common first dropped, I used to love it. It was because at that time, <clears throat> gangster rap was taking over hip hop, right? So yeah. there were a lot of original hip-hop artists who kind of like yo you know what's up we're you know weren't really feeling that so it was kind of a battle between gangster rap and like original hip-hop yeah and it's funny because now there's this battle between i would just say hip-hop hip -hop. like <laughs> just hip-hop 
and now this mumble rap stuff. Yeah. And uh, and you have some interesting opinion. How do you, where do you where do you stand up on that in that debate? Well, uh, well, you know what? Can we let, let's let's give the listeners a little bit of a backstory too with you? Look, you oh, yeah, you've yeah. been a, a rapper for a while. Like you were touring with Biggie right. and Lil Kim. Yeah, and yeah. You, 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 Ice Cube, Ice Cube, uh, Meth and Red. Yeah. And, um, shout out to those guys. Oh yeah, I just talked to them yesterday. It was funny. Oh cool, yeah. I worked with Meth and Red on a couple projects back in the day. So oh, okay. yeah. Um, but so you you I mean so th- just to let them, I mean you're not just an actor, you're an, uh, and you're not just one of those actors who like put out an album rapping and because right. they felt like I was I want to be a rapper now. Yeah, you were actually you were doing that first and you were opening up for people like yeah. Biggie yeah, and man. Lil Kim and Ice Cube. So I mean that's that's so I'm real. An old school rapper yeah. that <laughs> just not getting a shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So go ahead, I'm my, my best. So I just wanted the listeners to kind of get a, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, get that, a doubt. that perspective that this is somebody who knows what he's talking about. He's just, you know, you know. so the, 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 the stage is yours. Oh, did you ask me something? Yeah. <laughs> the mumble rap. Where oh, do you oh, stand oh, oh, on oh, that? Oh. Yeah. So, so, okay. Um, once again, <laughs> you asked me this question like a, a year ago. It would be different I, because I've grown. I've grown. A year ago, I was strictly, like, a year ago, 2017, I put out my first studio album, Torn Pages. And during that time, during that press run, doing all of that, I was super anti-mumble because, because I put a lot of time and energy and bare my soul into my music and into my lyrics. Like, you know, if you go back and listen to Torn Pages, every lyric was was scrutinized and was was strategically placed and uh, you know and I, I i work with elzai elzai is a super dope mc um a lot of your favorite rappers favorite rapper you know he's from the group slum village um and they have yeah, some solo detroit, from right? detroit yeah, yeah we both went to high school together and um he executive produced this and he's straight lyrics and so everything had to go by him first so all my verses everything i you know he had to hear them before we even laid it so it was very strategically placed and i had a problem with mumble rap and my kid he loves mumble that's all he don't even care about none of the other shit he only care about the mumble stuff right and so i had a problem with it but that's until I studied it. I studied it because I wanted to be in the know. I wanted to be aware. If I was going to the music business, I need to know exactly what's going on. I need to know who they talking about, why, what's happening. And that's what I do. I, I study, you know, my craft. And I studied it and I realized that, that it's, uh, it's necessary. I think it's necessary because, you know, I have a song and, and every time I uh, refer to these songs, you guys can, you know, y'all can go beat the shit later and understand what we're <laughs> But I had a song called The Story of Hip Hop. It's, uh, you know, it's off the Jay-Z's, the story of OJ beat. And I, and I explain, I talk about, you know, I talk about both sides because it's important to have both sides. And, and one of the lines um, is, you know, I, I, I say... Uh, you don't want to hear common in the club, but bitch shaking her ass is what's common in the club. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't trying to listen to Kendrick Lamar's stories while you drinking and having fun with you. Like, you want to listen to music that makes, makes you, right? right? 
you know, if you in the car and you with your girls or you with your boys or whatever, and you guys are going to the beach or you going somewhere, it's like a certain type of feel that you want. And so I feel like that's necessary, you know. I get that. Um, and, and, and it's all hip-hop and it's, it's room for it all, I feel like now. Before, I just thought it was all trash. I'm like, I can't understand you. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> this is some bullshit. Like, Party you know, music. Yeah, yeah, but it's necessary. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's great because, you know, you need music that you'll play at a basketball game. Ain't nobody trying to listen to. You know what I mean? So, so I think it's all necessary, and that's where I stand now. Is is I'm more tolerant to it, and some of it I actually even can enjoy because I open myself up to it. Hey, well, you know what I, what I was, I mean, I, I agree with you to a certain degree with that. I, my thing that I, um, but do you feel like, I mean, you know, being an old school hip hop guy myself, you know, growing up with it, like, there were genres though, you know what I mean? You had yeah. like a public enemy and then you had a kid and play and then yeah. you had, it seems like there's, those genres are gone. Like, it's just that right now. I mean, you do have the, your Kendrick Lamars and your J. Cole's and stuff like that, but there's, there's only like, this and that, you know what I mean? They like, all sound alike. They all, everybody sounds alike too, you know, and that's the thing I think that kind of breaks my heart a little bit is that they're not pushing the envelope the way it used to be pushed. I think I, I think I, I felt that way initially. I think, I think that's how I saw it. I saw it as they all sounded the same, but that's not true. You know, like, you know, for, for one, just to be clear, the lyricists, the people we like, they are the biggest stars. Kendrick. Drake, uh, 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 J. Cole, uh, like, they, they're still the top, you know, it's just the mumble rappers, like, culturally, people are talking about them the most, they're not selling the most albums, they're not selling the most records, so, so the real shit is still at the top, it's just, we see the mumble stuff in our face, because it's the culture, and you have to realize that this game is for young people, just yeah. like it was for, for us. us, when we were young, our parents don't give a None of that stuff. They, my dad thought that it was a fad. He didn't even think that rap was gonna last. He didn't even oh, think it was hilarious. real. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and now, yeah, yeah my, my dad was like, that's not real. That's not gonna last. That's not real music. Like you're wasting your time. And me as a kid, I'm like, first of all, you old, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and this is what I like, and that's it, that's what it's gonna be. You know what I mean? It's, it's always gonna be pushed by the youth because the youth and and that, and that doesn't just work in music that works in because i'm big on social media like i do like viral videos all right i don't make my content for people my age because people my age for one too busy living life to even really be paying attention to it you know and if they do pay attention they look and they scroll on to something else right but kids Kids That's look and they share and they show their friends and they show them in high school and they post and they love you and they, you know what I mean? Because they are the ones pushing right. forward, you know? But the one thing I'll say, like the, try, like the one thing I feel like the big difference is because, I mean, in some ways, I guess you, to me, you can kind of look at the mumble rap and say it's kind of like the beginnings of hip hop where it was more about the DJ and the MC was just kind of there just, just to move the crowd. The MC wasn't, at that stage, the lyricist that we became used to and all this kind of stuff it was more about the dj i personally feel with a lot of this mumble rap now in my opinion that's kind of what it is to me because like i'll listen to some of the beats i'm like yo yeah. i wish they would shut up <laughs> <laughs> but this beat is going hard you know like i don't care about the mc if you if if you want to call it that on the mumble rap it's the it's whoever's producing the beats um so in some ways i kind of look at it as a throwback to that but the one thing i can say is about 
I feel like the one thing really all the entertainment does to a fault is 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 catered to the kids. I felt I feel like like now there was a time where yeah, kids you know come up and they innovate and they do what they you know kids are going to get into what they into but i feel like there was a time where kids whether they were forced to or just did it there was a time where they kind of at least learned what came before and did that and a lot of times use that to influence whatever they got into i mean definitely the early hip-hop was influenced by funk by you know by you know by jazz a lot of stuff that came before it and whereas i feel like now there's no respect knowledge of or anything that came before right now what happens and it kind of i think it, it i think it, it, it comes across in a lot of the look at music and entertainment look at this you mentioned gangster rap earlier right yeah okay now can you imagine hip-hop without nwa scarface without ghetto boys without gangster can you imagine it without that Nah, nah, of course not. Exactly. Pip, but pip. but look at it. Before it happened, hip hop was a certain way. When it happened, like you said, Common, those guys felt some kind of way about it, right? Because it it looks like they're not taking what we built and create. Like they are doing something completely new, and it's abrasive, and it's in your face, and it's like what what's happening? But it was necessary. We needed that, right? And I I feel like and listen. Throughout hip hop, we've always had those weak <laughs> rappers. <laughs> we've always had the dance music. We always had the Nellies, the MC Hammers. The, right. Like, we've always had that other thing. Two Live Crew. You know what I mean? That, that, that right. That's what they were. Right. Two Live Crew was that. But you need that. You need that for, like I told you, for certain moves, for certain times. You know, like my, my son, he a kid, he wanna dance. They move, they need to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, it's not, like I said, I mean, cause the, the music, the beats, like is with the mumble style rap, a lot of it is, well, it's kinda hard, but it, I guess it's just for me, I, whatever they're saying. What you're listening, <laughs> see, not, that's the problem. You're listening no to it for what they're saying, which is not what you're listening to that for. You're listening to that for the beat, and just for the well, vibe then, of it. Uh, well, now we, yeah, well, now we're agreeing. We just got to say it different <laughs> Right, 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 right. But yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. So, so, so when you when you listening to Lil Uzi, you ain't got to be panicked <laughs> looking for no... See, like, you say names like that, and I'm like, I know I've heard that name, but I, but I couldn't... I couldn't tell you what song they do. Like, and and what, if, what's if the you newest little pump, like who li, is yeah. that? If you if anybody that's that? under twenty five years old hear you I say that, to they're gonna under think years old. hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're, oh you're, you're twenty three. Get away from me. <laughs> I got a question. We, we gotta we're gonna take our second break. But real quick, how come nobody's uh, big anymore? Everybody's little. I know, right? It's little this, little that, little something, something, little so and so, little fat rappers no more. Everybody's skinny and little now. That's why. Skinny jeans, it's so gross. I don't like it. Like like even the fat rappers we have are getting small. (laughs) Rick Ross is like, oh, this is time to get skinny. All right. Well, actually, this conversation is a perfect segue into our next break because my second question was, Paige, I wanted you to hit us with a song that you think people will be surprised to learn that you actually like. And uh, that song you hit me with was uh, from the of the mumble rap variety. Really? Uh, Migos. Oh. Stir Fry. Wow. That's a jam, though, isn't it, man? That's, I love that's a... that song, bro. <laughs> I love it. I don't know what they talking about. <laughs> I don't care. I just, in the kitchen, 
In the kitchen, it just made me feel good. In the kitchen, hand twisted like a stir fry. Yes. But me and my roommate legit, like two days ago, we were like, are they talking about drugs? Are they talking about food? Are they talking? Is that like? Oh, I didn't even look that deep into it. We didn't know. Food on drugs. And then we stopped thinking about it ten minutes later and just started dancing. Yeah, man. I love that song, man. I love it. Like anytime that song come on, I would just get. I could be in a bad mood and that song would just make me happy. Uh, <laughs> it just sounds good. Like I said, I can't repeat. The, I barely can even repeat the chorus. Like she knew it better than me. All I knew was the word stir fry. I know the kitchen and stir fry. That's the only words that I can make out. Well, you know what? Let's hear it. You got there. Yeah, let's go ahead and hear it. Go ahead and listen to this. Uh, to all this nothing. This is uh, amigo stir fry here on cocktails, movies, and stuff on Island Block Radio. Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. Hey, yo, this is Meth right here, and you are now tuned in to cocktails, movies, and stuff. Pause on cocktail. Wu Tang forever. Peace. Welcome back to cocktails, movies, and stuff here on Island Block Radio. That was Migos with Stir Fry. They took in the kitchen. We just went over this every hit the kitchen wrist twisted like a stir fry. We read the lyrics to you. Come on, man. I looked up the lyrics. You know that that shit say in the kitchen wrist twisted like a stir fry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody, we all do that, right? Because that's what we say. Because we listen to it all the time. Every time like somebody daddy. I will say though, you know, I was in I was in the barbershop and, and we were all having this big that big discussion about it and you know it somebody did put in this pers- in perspective in the sense of like you know your your daddy's rock and roll for like back in the day because I, th- I think hip hop's going through that because it started you know I mean you know it had its heyday in the 80s or started in the 70s and 80s and and you know that's when it was kind of got his foothold and where he like with rock and roll in the 50s and 60s and then when it came to the 70s rock changed with with the black sabbath and the and the um the, uh the was it robert plant and those kind of guys where it was a little heavier and so it completely changed and like your daddy's rock and roll wasn't the same as your rock and roll right. and i think hip-hop is kind of that way where your daddy's hip-hop our hip-hop is definitely this the not the same as the new kids hip hop and it's that kind of cultural clash that we're going through right mm-hmm. now and we're trying to figure it out i guess yeah. Yeah. um but yeah. uh but uh i well i'll say it later <laughs> 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 to say, but we can be on this all day but anyway Paige, I brought up earlier that you a brother that's constantly keeping me on my toes because I'm like, yo, work. So now, look, you a wild brother, you know what I'm saying? I've known you, <laughs> I've known you for a minute now. It's true. So this really, so so this <laughs> this really threw me off because I was like, yo, check this out. I want you to come on to the show, Paige. It's cocktails, movies, and stuff. We come up on the show, we, we sip on something, you know what I mean? And when we do it, we have a good time. And I'm like, yo, so what? Wild boy, Paige, what you what you what you drinking, man? What's up, Paige? What's what we gonna do? And you hit me was like, oh, um, yeah, man, I don't drink. I've, uh, <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never even tasted that. alcohol. I, know, I was right? like, wait, what? Yeah, I said, man. Paige, well, well, what do you drink to unwind? What relaxes you? Dog, you hit me with, oh, man, you know what? I like the uh, virgin strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait. No, 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 no. First, first I said, unwind? Is that what you do when you drink? Uh, Gatorade? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, maybe Gatorade is not good enough. <laughs> Let me try virgin strawberry daiquiri. He was like, yo. Yeah, he was when- like, is this Paige I'm talking to? You a wild boy. I expect you to do coke, all that yeah. shit. 
wild when he's sober. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know man. if I want to. Yeah, I know, right? Have, you never even tasted liquor? Nah. So why? You're on tour with Biggie, and I mean, you open up for these guys. Hey, I'll be in the room. The whole room is a smoke cloud. Right. And I, I even sold weed in college. <laughs> and high school <laughs> And I've never tried it ever Yeah man I just made a choice Nothing I'm kind of like a square I mean I got one vice And that vice is bad enough <laughs> uh, I don't need I'm that a, I'm, I'm afraid no, no to need ask to so I'm just gonna assume what it is I think Nan knows what the hell is going on Ooh, we, we She can feel it <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that vice is good enough for me. I don't need yeah. to because yeah. listen, I have an addictive personality. So, so the problem thing. is that that if 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 I enjoyed it, I would abuse it. Right. You know what I mean? And and plus I have like in my family, I got, you know, I they're smart, addictive. Though. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart decision that a lot of people don't make even though they should, like you said, especially when you know their fans in their family. Well, yeah, oh, you yeah. got a vice? What's your vice? Punching bitches in the face. <laughs> Huh? Is that what your wife did? <laughs> Whooping ass? Still, you're my absolute favorite. That's my favorite description. Usually people are like, oh, you're so sweet. Oh, you're so nice. He's like, you look like you punch bitches. I was like, I love you. I love you. Uh, you know what's crazy, though? Paige, you, ever since I've known you, you kind of pissed me off. Because you that dude. I'm going to tell you why. Because you that dude who can get away with... Nah, cause he can get away with saying whatever. Like, oh yeah, I can say exact same thing the parent page says, and then I get punched in the face. <laughs> looking at me, so I'm like, what the hell? He just said Man, that to me. I got that goofy charm. <laughs> that's 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 what it is. That's the only thing I listen. And, and you know, that's so funny that I I I got that when I first moved to Los Angeles. The first time I was on TV. I'm really about to tell my age here. The first time I was on TV was on a dating show called The Fifth Wheel. Oh my God. I forgot all about that. Wow. Yes. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I know. You were like, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I was wow. only in diapers. <laughs> I was in training wheels. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I, had a friend, I had a couple friends on that show too. Wow. I, can't, I forgot all It's like about a limit date. And it's, it's yes. like a dating show where you have two different couples. They go out on a date. And then midway through, they bring a, another person, a, another person like on the like bus. TV show, like, it was, yeah, it's it was like, like one of those, yeah. But this was way back in the well, no, I'm not gonna say that, it was, it was a little while ago, yeah. This is probably like 2001, yeah. 2002, yeah. That's right, wow. yeah. Man was looking like, man, man was looking like it was 73 or something, like, <laughs> like, like, how old is it? No, but, but I grew up poor, we didn't have cable. That's my, that's my other excuse. Um, Aisha Tyler was the, the host on there, and 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 I, what's funny is, so they they. I was there, and then they brought me two Rico Suave ass light skinned <laughs> dudes with curly hair and all that. Christopher and they talked like this. <laughs> Every time they talked to a girl, they were like, "So what do you do? <laughs> what Starbucks do you go to?" And, and you know, so <laughs> I was just me. I was just silly, fun, like you know what I mean. And I got picked. You know, at the end, like they all picked. A certain girl, and then that girl picked me. 
And Aisha, <laughs> and they and they all shaded me. That's like I don't understand why they would pick Paige. Look at me, you know. And they got drunk. So by the end of it, like they were all drunk. They're like, oh my god, Paige, what, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> so so she, Aisha Tyler described it as I guess Paige won over him with his goofy charm, and then I thought. That's what I have. I got goofy charm. I don't got the suave looks, but if you can make a girl laugh, that's yeah, almost hey. as good as being cute. That's True. What, yeah, that's how I win it. So, so there you have it. If you can make her laugh, then you might get in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In her mind, right? That's yep, what you're talking that's, about. That's what you want to get in, in her, her mind. In her Emotional heart. You want to be right, right in her mind, right vagina. into her heart. So anyway, since you don't drink, though, we're going to move on real quick. But, <laughs> so since you don't drink, we made a drink for you, Paige, okay. uh, in honor of your strawberry daiquiri uh, preference. Yeah. And uh, Freddie, you, so you I, came, up with, came up with this. I came up with you. When you hit me with that, I was a little bit like, oh, uh, damn. Okay. Well, um, but at the same time, I, I, I had just bought some watermelon because uh, I was fiending for Otai, which uh, if our listeners, I mean, our Islander listeners know what that is, but our, our non-Islander listeners, that's a tongan drink that you make with uh, coconut milk and um, watermelon and some lime juice. And uh, But when you told me that Paige dug uh, strawberry daiquiris, I absolutely actually had some strawberries on hand, so I froze them and then kind of mixed it in with the with the uh, with the watermelon. No alcohol. Um, so it's no just alcohol. Yeah. No and alcohol. it was absolutely delicious. Obviously, mine is gone already. <laughs> There's like one big ass strawberry left, but it was so good. Oh man, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, my I, I hit up my mom's because uh, she she's in uh, Kihei, um, Maui. Shout out to, to all, all the people out there. But uh, the Tongans in her church. Uh, gave it a recipe for me, so that's that's real. So thank y'all, Malo or Malo, so to all our Tongans out hey, there. Hey, would you say that the the Maoris and the Tongans are like Puerto Ricans and Mexicans? <laughs> like <laughs> they be beefing like each other. If you make a mistake and call a Tongan Maori, like, uh, I think what do you mean, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got well yeah on, on, you were in New Zealand that's what we could talk about we could talk a little bit about it's a good segue Paige was out in New Zealand yeah, shooting the Meg New right Zealand, shooting the Meg for three months for five months oh, five, five months, months. Wow. get it right man I was out there for five months brother I was gonna ask you where you because we you know we all watched it this weekend and um I was, you know, looking at the stuff. I was like, well, I wonder where y'all shot? Because I know there were some, you know, some places in Asia that they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Zealand and China. Okay. But we were only in China for like a week. The okay. rest of everything was in New Zealand. Auckland. Oh, Auckland. Nice. <laughs> Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> well, you, you see, you have, you know, you have the Maori that are from New Zealand. And then you have a lot of the other islanders that are, um, that were, uh, you know, under British rule for a while, like Samo and Tonga, and then you've got Wallace and Fortuna and all these other places, so that you have Uncle Fred. <laughs> but that's where yes, that's where you'll have those. It's so great. You'll have those kind of you know you, you'll have those little rivals. Yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> um, but so that's where you kind of you kind of you just like you said, like whether you're from Mexico or Puerto Rico or Guatemala, everybody wants to you know be known for who they are. Yeah. So yeah. when you kind of call them something else, like, yeah, 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 you like call them. Uh, Guatemala and Mexican out here, they get right. real hot real quick. Right, right, so right. It's right. kind of the same thing. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. So, sorry to mess up your segue. I was just no, kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. 
it was perfect. So, um, but did you love it there in New Zealand? I did love it. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm I'm from Detroit, so I'm not like a big outdoorsy person. Like that actually was the only time I had been out of the country besides Canada. So, oh, wow. yeah, so it was a culture shock to me, especially food-wise. But I loved it because I love people, you know, and they had interesting people there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, I had a, I had a lot of fun, and it was great shooting that movie there, you know. Like if I, if I go to another country, I really kind of want to go there to work, just because the your experience of how people treat you or just how things are will be different because you're going there like you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. well so, man yeah we I, I was just telling abe you know right before you got here it was it was like i didn't realize you know when you see the commercials for the may you're seeing uh, obviously there you see you and you see jason statham and, and a couple of other people but i didn't realize the, the all, all the people in this cast it was a pretty oh, dope yeah. cast man dope cast ruby rose rain wilson cliff curtis, cliff curtis who people don't even know his name but they know his work like right. cliff curtis has been a monster he's in the game pacific islanders maori so yeah, yeah 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 and, and you know it's kind of like the united nations there because myself and rain wilson were the only americans everybody else was from everywhere else it's jessica mac she's from australia oh wow. Yeah. Where's Ruby Rose from? Australia. Australia. Yeah. I did not know. I knew she yeah. was. She, She's Australian. You, you got a lot of hot girls on that set. Man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I was like, when I saw, I was like, damn, Paige, you yeah. him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it was a, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it's just great. Like, I, and I, I really love the movie. I actually saw it five times already, and I will see it again. It's, a it's fun. fun movie. It's a fun movie, and it had to be fun for you working with Rain Wilson again. You, you two had a history because you were on Backstrom. Yeah, yeah, we did a um a show on Fox. Oh, that's right. Three years ago, uh, where I played a cop. I finally played a cop. I wasn't doing nothing great. Come on, <laughs> that was my first uh role that was legal person. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the other side of the law. I'm usually time. on the other side doing something crazy. Um, but yeah, so we we did that show together, and then we, we you know, it's funny. I have a song on my new album, yeah. uh, same page, different story is the name of my album, and I have a song called The Audition too, because on four pages I had an audition. Um, and I talk about the audition process, which was a crazy process, and. And how, you know, I wasn't the first pick. <laughs> they they wanted rappers. They wanted, they went after a lot of different people. And and I just said that this is the best sloppy seconds I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but the last one that they were trying to get before they ended up going with you was actually a nemesis of mine. Because he's taking a lot of, oh, yeah, you do got a lot of money out of my mouth. Yeah, you guys have a, <laughs> I say y'all like this? <laughs> money out of my pocket Money out of your mouth What the hell Cause I was Cause I was, you know, you I was gonna say Food out of my mouth But then I decided To go with money in my pockets And I got mixed up Okay No but now Now that you think about it You guys are like The same nigga Like I'm looking at you Right now You Omar Epps Omar Epps Yeah I was, I was gonna say Happy yeah, Omar Epps Took, yeah. took uh, He took house from me Oh Yeah 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 
was me and Omar Epps. And they went with him. Damn. You know, I was laughing because I was watching an interview with you, Paige, and you were saying the same exact thing that Avery says. I've known Abe like for 20 years now, and and, it, and it, you were talking about uh, when you first got in, and you were saying all the rappers were taking. All the rappers were just and that's, taking. And that's everything. literally thing. Every uh, Avery has said that to me for the last 20 years. Yeah, man. So that, that's why I'm joking. I'm like, all right, let me get these bars off. So I, you know what? I never thought about it. This mumble rap might be a good thing. I'm gonna change my mind because you know I never got into rap before because I, you know, I'm not an MC. I'm not trying. I'm not a lyricist. But with this mumble rap, I don't have to be. You don't have to be. Yeah, those are the words. Yeah, those are the words. <laughs> well, well, yo, let's, let's take one last break, get into this last song, and then we come back and wrap things up. So, Ave. Yeah, yeah. So, Paige, the last thing I asked you as far as the musical choice, you're from Detroit. Yeah. As you established. And uh, so, I, yeah, yeah. And so, I asked you to give me a song from one of your favorite Detroit artists. And you hit me with the dude, his name is Jay Clo. Yeah, man. And this song oh, is In My City. Yeah. And it's a banger. It's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> it's like a Detroit anthem. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm definitely feeling it. I'm sure all of you are going to feel it too. Check it out. Jay Clo, In My City. You're listening to cocktails, movies, and stuff here on Island Block Radio. Island Block Radio. Good Powered by Dash. Let's go! Welcome back to Cocktails, Movies, and Stuff. You were just listening to somebody that I don't know who it is. It's probably before my time. Is it a new artist? Is it a... No, because you haven't been in Detroit in a long time, right? So... No, I mean... Yeah, yeah, man. You should should go watch the video. (laughs) (laughs) And while you're at it, listen to uh, my album. Oh, we're going to put a link to your album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're going to throw the link up. And... You know what, real quick too, you did a video a while back, and this is how I was introduced to you as a hip-hop artist, but you did, I can't remember what it's called now, but you did a joint where you you took like seven different rappers and rapped in each one of their styles. Oh, those ciphers. The ciphers. That's so funny. I just, uh, my boy Justin Hunt, um, I was on the phone with him for like three hours talking about like, you know, Grammys and trying to figure out like how how do I get involved in that and getting on the just all of that stuff and I sent him the slaughterhouse cipher because I have like three different ciphers yeah. and the slaughterhouse cipher is like the most popular one where I took all of the members of the group slaughterhouse as well as Eminem and I just looked like them sounded like them rapped like them everything uh yeah, but you, you also you did and also you did that one, but you also did Luda, right? You oh, did. yeah, I did a, another cipher that had Cassidy, yeah. Ludacris, Big Sean, and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do yes. something for I, us. What do you mean? I, <laughs> I don't have that just ready to go right now. That took a lot of time and preparation okay. for each character, but uh, I mean some of some of. Uh, my favorite characters to play was Luda, cause Luda always talk like this, yeah. and all the time I rapped, I just had to do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I don't know, I mean, it, it was just a lot of fun, you know, and and, and 
I don't know. I got to to, to act and rap and and to be funny and showcase that I have skills writing. So it's just like yeah. a good look. And you did it say I mean, especially for the Nicki Minaj. Uh, listen, you got you, you, Can you guys see these imagine videos. me as Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> like I, the, out of everything that they heard, they are gonna go on YouTube and, and look up Kennedy, Kennedy as Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj yeah. <laughs> are those video? Those videos are still up, right? Oh, like yeah, people can still all, check them out. Still there, available. You could go look at me I and all. Yeah, please do it. We'll, we'll put a link. Yeah, we'll put a link up. But you all gotta my check. Glamour. Beyond yeah. the Nicki Minaj one, though, just it, it's dope because listen to to the to the flow though. Listen to all the ciphers. Like yeah. my man gets he he, he nails, nails every nails single different rapper that style that flow, and that's very hard to do. I don't think people really understand. That's no, that's it was not so an easy hard. thing to do. Like every every character that I play. I had to literally only listen to them for two straight weeks. Like, only. Nothing else. I just listened to their whole catalog because, you know, I was very specific, man. I had to get into their mind frame. I had to get into their tendencies. I had to get, like Cassidy, I had to figure out how to get that accent because it's, like, completely different. And, you know, because uh, the content was still their content. Like, I did Fred the Godson, and he was like, he he was like, man, I wish I wish I would have thought some of those lines. <laughs> He's like, I was just sitting here listening to my girl. My girl heard it. I wish I would have thought of some of those lines. <laughs> hey, I gave Fred. Listen, because a lot of people don't know who Fred the Godson is, but if you do know, and then you hear me do him, yeah. it's like like. I was mad that I didn't use for myself some of the lines that I gave Fred. That's dope. That's dope. But hey, do you have uh, you, let's uh, you know hip our listeners to your, um, your social media so everybody can start following you if they're not already following you? Oh yeah, um, I'm every I make it easy. I'm at Paige Kennedy. That's P A G E no I. That's for little white women. Um, <laughs> mine is just Paige Kennedy like a book. At, on everything on Facebook, everything. Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram YouTube, okay. Twitter. Cool. cool. Yeah, and cool. I be on Twitter a lot, man. So say what up to me. All right. So you have any? So you got the Meg that's out right now. Right. Yeah. All over the social media. Yeah. You, I got the album out that's right the now. Album, same page, different story. Yeah, Killing yeah, yeah. It. Is there anything else you want people to know about? Um. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, you know, I still put content out, you know, as much as I can on Instagram. I got a couple new videos that are dropping, uh, you know, and the thing about Instagram is like Meg, I play DJ. I play a character that they wrote, they created, you know, but on Instagram, it's my humor, it's me, it's all my whole creation that I direct, that I cast, that I write and star in. And so if you want to see the mind of Paige, <laughs> go to Paige Kennedy. Um, yeah. Oh man, brother! Well, thank you for coming through, and thank congratulations you. on everything you got you got going on as well. Deserved, and also, you know what? Congratulations on being one of the only brothers. I think is you and, and LL Cool J. And we the only, only one that survived the shark, <laughs> movie. Survived the shark movie. I texted him that last night. I was like, bro, we we made history, man. Just me and you. I ain't That's gonna it. Lie. Two bald head ass. Wait, really? <laughs> that was yeah. the, no, that was the yeah. first thing I thought of when I was watching the mega. I was like. Let the brother make it yeah. to the end. Cause the whole time you were like, all right, he about to die. Yeah. He about to die here. Okay, he got this speech. Oh, he definitely about to get yeah, Samuel when, Jackson. When you, when you got close to, the, when you're on a boat and you were getting close to the edge, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, ah, oh, shit, man, this nigga about to get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, well, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank I really you. appreciate oh, it. Yeah, for Always sure. come through, man. Whenever you want, uh, you know, want to hang out and no uh, we'll find you another uh, non-alcoholic. Drink. You can, you can <laughs> help keep us sober for once. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ah. Well, cool. Thanks for coming through. Uh, and uh, like, like we know, every Friday, 1 p.m. here on Dash Radio Island Block Radio. Um, thanks, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Hootie hoo. Near alcohol. I tell smoothies instead. bit more in my cup. Freddie A in there. <laughs> You're on Island Block Radio. Mm, 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 mm.